IEP goals. Hey, special ed teacher. In today's episode, I'll answer some of your top questions about IEP goals. All right, but before we get into it, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to go ahead and grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to take so you don't miss a thing at that next IEP meeting. So go ahead and grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. This topic is needed because understanding and crafting IEP goals has to be one of the biggest struggles when developing your student's IEP. So of course, we'll need clarification as we go along and create them. I'm sure you've heard me talk about my story of my first IEP training when I was becoming a special ed teacher. I was in a large high school cafeteria with over 75 other educators wanting to get into special ed. There were about three different presenters near a huge pull-down projector screen. This screen displayed a sample IEP that they were going page by page and explaining the function of each page as they went along. And then that was it. That was my training. I was expected to create an IEP off of that one training. This legal document was to now be created by me. (laughs) It wasn't until I called on a classmate who was already in the resource room that walked me step by step on how to write my IEP. She helped me understand and create goals for my student. She was on the phone call with me for hours, not paid, not part of her job, completely out of the goodness of her heart. But of course, even beginning my 15th year writing IEP goals, I am still learning something new every day, whether it be about any updated IEP goal bank software we have or learning from other colleagues is experiences with creating IEP goals. So if you need clarification, here are the top four IEP goal questions answered. For the first question, number one, what do I do if this goal is too difficult to understand? By next year, when given an unpreferred assigned task, 
the student will be able to complete an assignment or, or task and ask for assistance with two to three prompts with 80% accuracy in four out of five consecutive trials in a small group setting as measured by teacher chartered observations or data collection over two consecutive months. <laughs> what? The what? <laughs> Have you reviewed an IEP goal like this? And then you're thinking, is this, is this in another language or something? I am sure you have or will come across an IEP goal just like this, or even more difficult to understand somewhere throughout your career, right? So what do you do? First, you can break down the goal part by part and then decipher it that way. But if you're still confused and need more clarification, try to find another SPED colleague on campus. If you don't have anyone to contact on site, get a hold of your program specialist. See if it's possible to seek extra IEP training. Last but not least, you can always join our free private Facebook group and pop that goal into the post to share. Of course, do not enter the student's name, but just the goal itself then either myself or one of our amazing community members who are educators of all experiences will help you analyze it. Our community is awesome and very active. There's always someone there willing to help. So for the first question is, what do I do if the goal is too difficult to understand? The second IEP goal question answered is number two, What do I do if my students have different frequencies to collect data? Someone in the Facebook group mentioned that she had one student's goal to be collected every week, another biweekly, and then another monthly. OMG, if I saw that, my first thought would be, how can I do that? And I can't imagine how difficult it will be to manage. So what should you do? For right now, I would go ahead and designate one day and time during the week to progress monitor your students. Then make a list of those students for whom you are supposed to collect data weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly. Another solution is after spending the last eight weeks with the students, go ahead and review their goals and decide if each student even needs to be progress monitored that often. If not, then consider doing an amendment IEP to change those goals. But of course, collaborate with the IEP team, including the parent, and get their input. Collecting data that often may not be sustainable for you as a teacher. I recommend at least collecting data every three weeks, unless you are collecting data on behavior that's typically collected daily. But collecting data every three weeks is because you need to give some time for that current intervention you are trying, giving it time to determine if the intervention is working or not. Every week is not enough time to measure that. That's coming from my own experience. So the second question is, what do I do if my students have different frequencies to collect data? The third IEP goal question answered is number three, what do I do if my students' IEP goals differ? 
You're trying to group your students according to their reading IEP goals. And after reviewing them, you have one student working on reading decoding, one on letter recognition, and then another on blending. How do you teach students who have different IEP goals? This is what you can do. As much as you can, if you're in the special day classroom, try to group your students as best you can regarding goals that are alike. If your students all have phonics or decoding goals with one working on sounds and then another on letter identification, group them because your lessons will eventually be the same in the routines you teach. This means you'll create a reading routine where you'll be covering both letters and sounds, and then you can build up the lessons from there. Another would be if you have one student working on narrative writing and another on opinion writing, group them in the same writing group, because technically all students need to learn both forms. Then I understand that some goals are just way off and not many students' goals make sense. So you can do one of two things, either review and get input from the team if you should hold an amendment IEP to make changes, or you can wait until their annual IEP to change it if the goal they currently have is still appropriate. So the third question is, what do I do if my students' IEP goals differ? The fourth and last IEP goal question answered for number four is, what do trials and opportunities mean? I'm sure you've read within the IEP goal, three out of four trials or two out of three opportunities. What does it all mean? This has always stumped me as well. What's the difference between trials and opportunities? Well, here's the meaning. With my understanding, trials and opportunities pretty much mean the same thing. In other words, it's like saying, how many times does a student have the chance to perform the goal? I like to think of it as seeing the student for five days a week, and the student was able to perform the task successfully in three days out of the five days or two out of three times throughout the day. Opportunities have the same meaning. For instance, Johnny will be able to perform the task three out of four opportunities. So when Johnny has four different chances to perform a task, he could do it three times. I hope that helps clarify it for you. So the last question is about the meaning of trials and opportunities. All right, I hope that answered some of your IEP goal questions. Now to recap, the top four IEP goal questions answered. For number one, what do I do if this goal is too difficult to understand? Number two, what do I do if my students have different frequencies to collect data? Number three, what do I do if my students' IEP goals differ? And last but not least, number four, What do trials and opportunities mean? If you have more IEP goal questions, go ahead and let us know in the free private Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. Also, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to do before the next IEP meeting so you don't miss a thing. 
Go ahead and grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, my friend, I'll catch you on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.